I'm Pamela Portnoy. I'm Alexa Marie Anderson. And no one's okay. (laughs) Here we are. We're here. We really are here this time, right? We're here. I swear I'm here. Movie night. Movie night. Movie night. We watched The Fabulous Peanut Butter Falcon. Alexa's Choice. Yes. And it came out in 2019. And according to IMDb... Do you have the synopsis ready this time? I... (laughs) I'm ready. Um, (laughs) Why are you bringing that up? Why are you bringing that up, Pam? Um, it is about a boy named Zach who runs away from his care home to make his dream of becoming a wrestler come true. The leads are... Yes. Zach Give Gott- it to me. I'm ready. Gats. <laughs> Zach Gottsagen plays Zach. Dakota Johnson plays Eleanor. Shia Buff plays Tyler. Thomas Hayden Church plays Saltwater Redneck. And John Hawks plays Dunk. I love this cast so much. Boom. You did it. I made it somehow, <laughs> some way. It was touch and go there for a minute, but we it, made it. It really was touch and go. Thank you for recommending this movie. I am really happy we saw this. Yeah, I really think it's a beautiful film. I truly- it really is. I think this is my favorite one that you've recommended so far. Oh, yay. Yeah. Yay. I like that. I can't take all of the credit because Shan and I were having a movie night. <laughs> oh, you guys were having a movie night. We were having night. a movie night. And he – actually, my sister originally recommended it to me, and then I forgot about it. And then we were scrolling through, and Shane was like, wait a second. Didn't someone tell us to watch this? And I was like, yeah, we should watch this. And so we did. Yeah. That was a great story. I should tell it again. Tell it again. <laughs> What? Whose idea was this? Whose idea was it again? <laughs> Anyways, yeah, it's a pretty beautiful film, I, I I, think. What were your first impressions of it? I thought it was incredibly moving. Yeah. And very I thought mo- every performance was very real. Very real, very raw. I thought it was very moving, very heartfelt. Mm-hmm. It really made me feel good. And I feel like I've been watching a lot of like serious, very like deep, dark things recently. Yeah. And this was kind of a interesting breath of fresh air from that. Like it wasn't obviously sh- sunshine and rainbows the whole time. You know, like mm-hmm. there is like, you know, a lot of action in the film and stuff. But yeah, I don't know. It was one of those films that I watched and I was like, whoa, that was, like, really, really good. Like, that was a good film. Like, I really felt moved. I felt, like, so many different emotions throughout the whole thing. I thought it was really great to see a film that was not so much plot-driven as much as it was uh, driven by the relationships between the characters and how they're changed because they come into each other's lives. And... Mm -hmm. I don't know, because you're right. These days, like, there are so many dark pieces, and I feel like, and don't get me wrong, I love so much of what's being made right now, uh, television and film-wise, but sometimes it feels like some pieces are trying to outdo others, 
Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? They're like, we're mm-hmm. going to shock you. We're going to like create this crazy story and you're never going to guess what's going to happen next. Yeah. This was kind of a more relaxed adventure, if that makes yeah. any sense. And it was really about the – More easygoing. Yeah. Really, yeah. It was really about the relationships between the characters. I mean, the relationship between Zach and Tyler throughout the film is honestly – like their evolution is so beautiful Mm-hmm. And I love the like boyhood of it too. Yeah. Like the silliness um, of a lot of the part. There's, so, I mean, there were so many moments where I laughed out loud. Oh, totally. It was very funny and uh, lighthearted and yeah. totally, totally. Mm-hmm. And everyone was funny and brilliant in it, but they weren't trying too hard. It was interesting because I was listening to an interview that Shia LaBeouf gave with Dakota Johnson and with Zach Gottsagen. They were talking about how Zach is kind of like a walking lie detector because, you know, when you're, when you're Zach, I don't know if you guys all know the story, um, the, about the actor behind peanut butter Falcon. He is the hero of the story, the lead, he is actually actually an actor with that has Down syndrome. And Shia was talking about how being around him kind of added to his need to be more vulnerable and transparent and ready to just improvise because Zach would be affected if he wasn't being real with him. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I love that. I think that's such a cool experience to have on set and to work. I don't know. Like, you could even tell that, I think, in scenes, too. Like, their relationship was very, like, raw and real, I think, probably even beyond the screen, I bet. Totally. So- I heard that they were hanging out and kind of prepping together for about a month before they started shooting. And yeah. so, like, in the morning, he'd go he, – he said he called it crabbing, but, like, he, he's a crab fisherman in – I guess they call it crabbing, right? Crabbing. I guess. I'm, I know I know nothing about that. So um, he said he would, like, go learn how all that was done. He'd be on the boat most of the day, and then at night, he would hang out with Zach and Dakota and kind of bond and just spend time together uh, for about a month before they started shooting, which is such a cool way to dive in. And I know that Shia is known for, like, really kind of diving in that way, like, being method, doing everything he can to bring the best performance he absolutely can. Yeah, I think making relation. I mean, obviously, I know it's all- not always, you're not always capable of doing that. But I think definitely, you know, building relationships with your uh, co-stars is really important. Yeah. And I also think it's really cool because... I don't know what your experiences in acting class have been, but a lot of the time we talk about how, yes, we're in class because we're learning a technique to prepare something to bring to set or bring to the stage, but you really have to let go of your plan and just listen and observe, like listen to and observe your scene partner. Because if they're giving you something that doesn't match your plan and you react using your plan, it's not going to be real. It's not authentic. It's just mm-hmm. like, oh, like you guys aren't having a real conversation. Did you just like pick up on that thing that the person you're talking to did? Because it doesn't seem like it. You're just like hanging on to this thing. So 
he talked about that a lot in his interviews. And so did Dakota. They were talking about how, you know, they had, you know, they did their work on the characters, Mm -hmm. but then they had to let it go because there was so much improvisation when it came to being on set, which I thought was so cool. Yeah, I think the funny thing about acting is a lot of times, like, I think we get caught up in our own work. And then, like you said, like you you have you come in with your own plan and then you're like and then you become so attached to it and it becomes like so hard. That's where like turmoil happens, I think, sometimes with like scene partners, because like you you're not willing to like give. And I think like giving in a scene is so much so much more important. It's like all about what you're giving that other person to use and how they're using it and then giving it back to you. Mm -hmm. It's really just reacting and listening Mm-hmm. It's is is pretty much and I think that's crazy to know like there was so much improv in that film but also makes sense because the dialogue seemed so free and natural so mm-hmm. yeah that's pretty that's really awesome what else did you like about it I really liked uh Dakota Johnson's performance in this because I think it's just interesting uh to see her in this type of role I think most people know her <laughs> From Fifty Shades. Uh, from Fifty Shades. So, and obviously, I've seen her in other things, but I, you know, that's something that's like very prominent in my mind. So, it was really cool to see her in a role like this. She was very real and authentic and down to earth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she was very lovely to watch. All of them had so much chemistry. The three of them, like you could tell, mm-hmm. like how much they hung out. Uh, to- yeah, they they all seemed like buds. Like they really like each other. Yeah. 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 They all and that's like- amazing. Mm-hmm. Totally. And I think, and one of my favorite parts, I don't know about you, is when Saltwater Redneck actually decides to show up. Totally. That is like victory. <laughs> oh, that's a, that's a great moment. And I was very yeah. like, pleasantly surprised because... I, I didn't realize like it would be that kind of thing where something good happens. You know, I think maybe it just this movie really spoke to my cynic, like my cynical side, because I, I, I that I, that happy thing happened. And I was like, oh, the happy thing happened. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, I was. And I, and I think I was mm, I was a little I, maybe I was the opposite of you because I was like, I can't believe he's not going to do it. Like when they first go to the house and he's like, sorry, like he doesn't live here. And he, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I was like, he's not going to do this. He's really not. He's just going to like be like, sorry, shut, shut I know you came all this way. But yeah, like I was like, he's not even going to try. Like, so I don't know. I was really happy when he showed up. And that was it was very cool. I really enjoyed when when Zach came up with his name for for his wrestling name when he came up with Peanut Butter Falcon. I thought it was um, so moving. And I thought the bond that they created between their two characters was honestly like undeniable and just so beautiful to watch. I think that also the tension between Dakota Johnson's character and Shia LaBeouf's character was really well handled. It was just, it was really real and totally different than what I've been watching lately. So I really enjoyed it. It was just really, it was really refreshing. And I love, I don't know, I love how imaginative a lot of their scenes were between Zach and and Tyler, just like being boys. And it was really fun to like, it almost made me feel like a kid. Yeah. And unfortunately, I can't think of a time where I have seen, um, a person with 
a disability be the leading hero of the film. I have, there obviously have been many films where actors have played roles of a person with Mm -hmm. disabilities, but they didn't have a disability themselves. So I feel like representation has been a massive issue. And when I was watching this, I really felt like we're definitely missing out when we're not including everybody. I agree. And it just made me really feel good. And I really want to see more of everybody and more of all kinds of people from all walks of life of all, you know, I want to see everybody. And this was like a really good example of that. Yeah. Because if you think about it, we're supposed to be portraying the human experience, right? Yeah. So we need everyone involved that makes up the human experience. Yeah. Like it's not. Yeah. I totally agree with you. It was very inclusive and I think it added a whole nother, a whole nother layer of depth to this depth to the story for me, at least knowing that information. So yeah, it was very cool. Have you watched a lot of Shia's work prior to this film? You know what? I haven't really, like I've seen, obviously I've seen even Stevens. Oh yeah, well I grew up on even Stevens. That's a staple. <laughs> that is a staple. But what's the I've seen him in oh my gosh, I'll never forget his performance in it, but I'm the name Fury? of Fury? No. Holes. Well, yes, I've seen that too, but no, I'm thinking of something else. What is it? He just did American Honey, he did Man Down, he did It's older. Um is e- e- something with an eagle in it, maybe? Oh, Eagle Eye. Eagle Eye, yes. Well, obviously, he did like the Indiana Jones films, and he did yeah. um, the Fast, not the Fast and Furious, the Transformers films. The Transformers films, yes, I've seen him in. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Sorry, it's just been a His minute. His body of work I've... is incredibly impressive. It's very impressive, but it's funny because, like, you said that to me, and I was like, I don't remember the last time I've watched a Shia film. I was talking to someone about it today, and they were like, "Have you seen Honey Boy yet?" And which is another one. Like, I feel like he's constantly pumping out movies, and I. I'm a I'm a big fan. I think he's a phenomenally brilliant actor, but I just ha- I haven't seen Honey Boy yet or American Honey. He has a film coming out called Pieces of a Woman, I believe it's called, with Vanessa Kirby, and I love me some Vanessa Kirby, so I'm very excited about yeah, that. Yeah, I need to. I, this actually like brought me back like into his work because I feel like I haven't watched him in anything in a minute, and so yeah, that was refreshing as well. I'm like, oh, I need to like follow up. Well, me too. I probably wouldn't have watched. This is why I like doing the movie night episodes because I feel, I mean, I've always been this way when I'm under a lot of stress or being like worked a lot. I just like watch reruns. I really fall back on I'll throw on the West Wing or Newsroom or Friends or Parks and Rec and I'll just watch it to death or The Office. And there's nothing wrong with that. That's incre- it, it, There's something so comforting and do what makes your soul feel good. And that certainly makes my soul feel good. But like, mm-hmm. and it shouldn't feel like this because watching a new movie like this is such a pleasure. But sometimes it feels like I'm doing work. No, I, I agree with you. But I wonder, and I just had a thought because I feel the same way. Like I go to my go-tos all the time. I just had a thought. I wonder if because it's, we are in this field of acting. Like, I don't know about you, but when I watch a film, I am like tracking so many different things than just the average person. And so 
I don't know if it's because I get so hyper focused on the acting and like all of the extra stuff that like, I'm constantly. I 100% agree with you. I always have IMDb open when I'm watching a movie. Yeah. Like I'm, every time an actor comes on, I'm like, oh, where do I know them from? What are they working on next? Like, yes, it's like a project. And I'm like, oh, that beat or that, like what he did right there. Like I'm always like tracking everything. And I'm like, oh, the film, the, the shot, that shot, like that shot was amazing. And like Shane's sitting next to me, he's like, this is funny. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? <laughs> like, yeah. They're really taking it as an entertainment. And I'm taking it in as like, this is research. 100%. I think that you nailed it because I, f- when you're watching something new, you're really hyper-focused. And when you're watching reruns, you're kind of on autopilot. And so yeah. you can sort of like let your brain relax and think of other things. But it's a lot of brain power, at least for me, like when yeah. I'm watching something new. And I can't stop myself from doing it. And I think there was a time like that I did just enjoy movies. Like I just watched it and was like, happy to like take it like have it take me on a journey but like now like just you know doing what I do and working on it daily like I can't help it yeah it feels like I I didn't do my job if I and maybe that's bad I don't know <laughs> maybe I should stop trying to like train my brain just to enjoy films because I do enjoy it doesn't mean them. that it's not enjoyable yeah because it is it it's is more effort though yeah like it, my brain just won't shut off Right. I think that's what it is. And so I totally agree with you. Like it does feel in a way exhausting because it feels like I'm doing, yeah, it feels like I'm doing research. So I need to watch more films, but also not be crazy about it. Yeah. One of the things that I've been trying to do is to finish the AFI top 100 films list. And I'm a good chunk of the way through it. But some, but I those films in particular, um, like all good films, are very thought provoking, and you got to pay attention. It's not something that I can zone out on, you know. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And sometimes that's all I want to do. And if that's just like watching, I don't know, Pride and Prejudice for the millionth time. I just watched I um, the. Have you ever seen the BBC series? No. The Pride and Prejudice with Keira Knightley mm-hmm. is excellent, um, directed by Joe Wright. It's fucking phenomenal. But I, for the first time a couple weeks ago, <laughs> I have a couple friends that are listening. If they find out that like this is my first time <laughs> watching this, they're going to be like, what? Colin Firth stars in it. And he plays, obviously, he plays Darcy and he's incredible. But it's a six-part uh, series. And it's, like, really in-depth, like, really follows the book. And I I binged it in one night. I stayed up till, like, 3 in the morning watching this. And it was something new, but because I know the story of Pride and Prejudice so well, I was able to enjoy it because I knew exactly what was coming. Yeah. I'm weird. No, I, I kind of get that. I have watched Midnight in Paris – yeah so many times i don't know why or what's wrong with me i just really enjoy that film what do you like about it well the history obviously Mm -hmm. like the flashback and going to a different time period and how i don't know i feel like he really the main character really finds himself in that film and obviously changes the whole course of his life i think i've only seen it once 
you should watch my girl rachel mcadams is in that one (laughs) yes she's in it and also the music's just so lovely it just takes you to a different time he gets to talk to like hemingway and i do remember that yeah other people that are that i'm they're i'm losing my brain right now but yeah i don't know So you can put that on and kind of zone out yeah because i've seen it so many times yeah and it's so beautifully shot like you just you you know you just watch it and you're just like yeah smiling totally i get that i don't know is there anything else that you wanted to add about peanut butter falcon before we move on shia looks great (laughs) i mean yeah always always looking good kid yeah no he's very handsome oh can we talk about how john barenthal played his brother yes yes i love me some john barenthal yes also okay you're together in fury i was happy to see them together again i just thought i just thought oh i'm the mic i just thought of the part where he's swimming across the um is it a river i believe so and he uh, zach's tied tied to him mm-hmm. on the rope and they're like i i just think that is so well i'll explain it first before i go into what i'm gonna say but He's trying to swim him across because Zach can't swim. So he's like hanging on to the rope and the like, there's like a, is it the backpack or like something that floats? Yeah. He tied like a bunch of bags yeah. together to make them float. That's and what it he was. Pose them. He ties this rope around, around his own body and he swims yes. and he drags uh, Zach along. Yes. And he, and this boat starts to come. And so Tyler, Shia's character has to like, really swim fast he's like hold on hold on he's trying to get him you know trying to get him across this river and it really shows like you know the strength of tyler's character and how fast he can swim and then he like zonks out like on the side of the the river bank because he's exhausted and like zach's just chilling makes Mm -hmm. it by like the skin of his nose Mm -hmm. and then like yanks tyler up Mm-hmm. off the riverbank like and i think his character even says later he's like you you're strong like you nearly pulled my arm out of the socket and i just love that moment because it's like they're both strong in different ways and it really showed that absolutely and how they work well together i don't know i think it just strengthened their relationship and it's a very powerful moment for zach i agree with you that's one of my favorite parts one of my favorite parts um i also found very powerful was when they were spending the night on the beach and Zach says that he wants, like he was practicing his evil laugh. Yeah. And, oh my God, it was so good. And he was telling Tyler that he wanted to be a bad guy. And he's, and he's like, why do you want to be a bad guy? He's like, well, because everyone left me. And he said, you don't have to be, a bad guy because everyone left you that it doesn't mean that you're a bad guy all that matters is what's in your heart and i thought that was very moving and yeah. then obviously like tyler's character is someone that carries an immense amount of guilt with him and yeah. so when zach tells him that he thinks he's a good guy i thought that was yeah. that was an amazing amazing moment really really beautiful it's also too like i don't know if i'm going too far with this but it's like I think and everyone's everyone has different stories right in their life and like you could be a a hero in someone's story and you could be the villain in someone else's yeah and I think that I don't know that 
I could see that theme in that that film as well. Like, just because he, you know, that happened to him doesn't mean that he's, you know, Shane always said this to me. He's like, amazing people can do bad things. Absolutely. Really great people are all capable of doing bad things. Not everything's black and white, you know? And so, I believe everyone is capable of doing anything under the right circumstances. Absolutely. And so just because, like, Tyler felt guilty for what happened with his brother doesn't make him – and what happened with his brother for what happened doesn't mean that he's a bad person. Right. And I think, that, like, he needed, you know, to experience this relationship with Zach and, like – have him say that to him like you are a good person he needed that because i think he was going through life believing he was a bad person and because he believed he was a bad person he was doing bad things like stealing the (laughs) the um bait and the fishing supplies and all of that stuff so i just think that's interesting totally that moment that you brought up because i didn't think about that before and it also just makes me think about how sometimes we just don't see ourselves that clearly and I was having this conversation with a friend of mine today, actually, we were talking about how you could think that something that you do is not a big deal at all, that you actually look at something that you do as like, not a great job, or not even a big deal, like easy peasy. Mm -hmm. But that thing that you did would be very difficult for someone else to do would be and people admire you for that little thing. Yeah, you never know, like, how you're seen in other people's eyes, really. And it's – yeah, it's interesting. It's fascinating. It brings up a whole other layer to that film, which I think is interesting to dive into. But Because we could get sucked into one idea that we have of ourselves and completely ignore the majority of what makes you you. Totally. Oh yeah, like I've done I've done that. I I I cuz I'm so obsessive compulsive about things, like I will obsess over one terrible thing I do and legitimately forget everything else. Yeah, I'll I'll dwell on something for a long time. I think we were talking about this recently, like having guilt about something mm-hmm. that you did years ago. Yeah. And then or really analyzing a moment that you had with someone and they looked at it completely differently than yeah. you did. It's just a matter of perspective. And totally. it's hard to do because obviously in the case of Tyler, like I believe it was drunk driving, right? And he fell asleep mm-hmm. at the wheel and his brother Pat his brother was killed. Mm-hmm. So that is like a horrible, horrible, horrible thing to happen Mm -hmm. uh to have happen and obviously that's the thing that you're gonna zoom in on and it feels like that's the one defining thing in his life but he has so much kindness and so much humor and he has all these other things so like even the most defining most traumatic most terrible things in our life are not what make us who we are it's a part of it. Yeah. That's only part of your story. It's only one chapter. Yeah. Everyone has a chapter they don't want to talk about. Totally. No one's perfect. No one's okay. No one's okay. That was an inappropriate way to say that. <laughs> We're like talking about the diva shit and I had to say that. <laughs> All good. Alexa. Yes. Are you okay? Um. Uh... I'm, you know what, Pam? 
What? I am better than okay. I am groovy. Oh, I love me some groovy. I'm groovy because thanks to you, I now know the WAP dance. Oh, my God. Are we doing this? We're doing Okay, it's done, I guess, suppose. <laughs> we had a- I, okay, guys, I didn't okay. know it. I was with Alexa hanging out at safe distance, wearing yes. masks. Yes. Okay, yes. everyone yes. relax. Yes. Um, <laughs> everyone relax. No one's, no one's saying anything. Everyone, like, it has to be, we have to clarify. I have to clarify. I've had that Cardi B, Megan Thee Stallion song, like, stuck in, in my head, like, for the last, like, however long it's been since it's come out. And then I saw, of course, the Morning, morning Toast Girls did a Patreon where they did this dance. And I everyone have- on TikTok has been doing it. I had not heard this song until yesterday. Not that I'm on TikTok. I'm really not cool. But this is, I have cool friends that show me what's happening in the world. Yes. yes. She never saw the music video. That was a brand new world I was introduced to. It's beautifully shot. Beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. Yeah. So, yes, it was a lot of information and it was very fun. But, yeah, we we dabbled in trying to learn the choreo and it was quite fun. It was quite fun. Do you know what it felt like to me? It felt like the days when I was, like, in fifth or sixth grade – not that we were doing those moves in fifth or sixth grade. Yeah, I was like, whoa, know, Pam, no, no, no. I don't know what you were doing. No, <laughs> not that we were doing those particular moves. However, yeah, back in the day, like, that's what I would do with my friends is we would choreograph dances to, like, in sync songs. Oh, yeah. We would, oh, like, be in, the, in our rooms, like, doing, like, concerts. And that's so what it felt like. So, so fun, <laughs> honestly. dance with you. Chicken wings, wine, <laughs> and the WAP dance. That's all you need. The three things. Sometimes that's what you need. That's what you need. And so, therefore, I'm doing – I am doing – I am groovy. Let me ask you, did you uh, practice when you got home? I may have done it twice since I got – Did you film it? No. Come on. I am not filming that. <laughs> you I'm, should put I'm, it on our Instagram. I don't know. <laughs> you picked it up very well. Thanks. You were you got it down too. The only part that like I can't do is like the leg or whip around into like the split. That is very, Yeah, you can do that. I mean slightly, but Oh come on. You're being very, very modest. It's pretty uh tricky and also a little painful. Well, yeah. I'm going to injure myself. <laughs> so fun. Pam? Yes. Are you okay? No. I'm doing better than okay. I'm very happy. I've I've got a lot of work done today, which is great. Yes. But I'm very tired, and I haven't been sleeping well at all. Um, we're back to, like, falling asleep at four in the morning kind of situation. No. The insomnia is back at it. But... I'm happy we watched this film. And I'm also happy because I learned that Alexa would be a great person to bring on a heist because apparently she knows how to pick locks. Really easy ones. Like, not, like, legit. 
she had to unlock something and didn't have the key and she's like let me just whip out a bobby pin excuse me it's a little yeah so i it's a skill that i have i don't know how to do that you've never done that before i mean i've tried and i don't think i was ever successful is it that easy it depends on the lock like if it's like like the door to my room right now is locked, but I could probably actually, yes, I have picked it. What am I saying? One time I locked myself out of my room at 5 a.m. going to the bathroom. It's fine. I'm sorry. So I'm like a weird human where like when I wake up to pee, like I am so alert. And it's a it's a it's a huge habit of mine to like always lock my door. Like it's almost like I don't even have to think about it. Like I just do it. Like I walk in my room and I close it and I lock it. Because I have anxiety. I don't know. And I got up at 5 a.m. to pee. And I somehow thought it was... I locked it and closed it behind me. And I was like, what did I just do? And so I got a... I peed. And then I got a bobby pin. And I picked it. And it opened. And I went to bed. Wow. Very good. I've definitely locked myself out of my room at a previous place before and i had to call a locksmith because that was an intense lock i could not i tried oh, picking it it didn't work out like out out of outside your apartment all the windows were closed like i couldn't yeah do anything. that's not no like there's no way i'm picking the lock to my apartment door like and if i could then we have bigger issues <laughs> and also like i should probably well you have that problem why do you lock yourself out of your place so much I've only locked myself out of my place two times and once the deadbolt <laughs> guys I didn't forget my key once once I locked my keys in my car because I lost my car keys on a hike uh-huh. mm-hmm. and Pam had to come mm-hmm. find me and then the second time my deadbolt straight up broke it happens so I did not forget my key well one time I did forget my key when I was living with um my my roommate Nick but uh that was dumb i just was being dumb and then the room one and then the room one but that's just my room (laughs) (laughs) i am not okay now i know who i'm gonna bring with me on a heist me i'm ready plan a good heist i'm ready for you i got it fabulous yes is that all i think that's all she wrote she's done writing She's done writing. Her hand's tired. Yeah. Have a good week. (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right. Thanks so much for listening. Please don't forget to like, share, subscribe, all the things. If for some reason you want to see more of us, you can follow us on Instagram at no one's okay. And a special thanks to Jordan Ross Weinhold, Sean Moore, Jason Crow, Claire Palmer, Jackson Palmer, Tiffany Hamoff, Shane Rings, James Liddell, and our podcast is recorded at Soundwork Studios. We, we can't, can't wait, wait to meet you! Meet you.